0: The Nutrition Tipper's Podcast. This is Gloria Sang, editor-in-chief for Healthcastle.com. People often think that they must have eaten too much food or too much carb or not doing enough workout that is preventing them from losing those stubborn pounds. But nutritionist Tammy Lakato Shames, author of the new book called The Secret to Skinny, reviewed that the culprit may be something you never pay attention to and that is salt. Thank you for joining me, Tammy!
1: You're welcome, thanks so much for having me.
0: Now, with regards to weight loss, people often talk about calories or carbs, and now it's salt. Tell us what's the deal.
1: Right, well you know the interesting thing is, that you're exactly right, we used to always blame carbs or sugar or whatever else it may be, and sure these are partially responsible, but now we know that salt is a key, playing a key role as well. First of all, salt makes us both hungrier and thirstier. But an interesting thing that most people don't know is that research so- shows that it actually makes your fat cells fatter. And that is kind of a wake-up call for us all. And um, most people don't think they have a salt problem. And the truth of the matter is that, is that to about almost well, a large percentage, percentage of us are actually getting about two to three times the salt that we actually should. So the bottom line is most of us do have a salt problem, even if you don't think you do.
0: So that's the problem. No. So how does an average person know if they're eating too much salt? Is there any indicator, any symptoms?
1: You know what, that's the thing. For a lot of us, we really don't realize that we're eating too much salt. And to be honest, if you live here in this country, most likely you are eating too much salt. Just If you're eating, one one good thing, one way that you know that you're probably not getting too much salt is if you're just sticking to really wholesome foods like fruits and vegetables and whole grains. Um, and beans, but you have to keep in mind that even foods like bread contain a lot of salt. So, unfortunately for most of us, we are getting too much sodium, so that kind of makes it it more of a challenge.
0: Now, tell us some of the worst contenders in terms of high salt foods.
1: Okay, well, most of us know about the the pickled foods, but really it's also those bacons, the sausages, the processed needs are really high. Canned foods, processed foods, and unfortunately, any time you go to a restaurant or fast food restaurant, usually there's a lot of salt in there as well.
0: Yeah, I understand. So. You know, sometimes with the fried foods, they're salty, and they, I think they probably sprinkle salt, you know, just to finish off the taste. So oftentimes the fried foods are often very high in salt, I guess.
1: Yeah, they absolutely are. Absolutely. If you think of French fries, they're usually salted.
0: Now, So, so
1: that's a great point. Now,
0: it's very easy to say, you know, don't eat high salt foods then, but it's not easy to do. You know, at HealthCastle.com, we often talk about snacks with our readers in our polls or in our Facebook group, and they often tell us that they crave salty food. So how do we train our taste buds to crave less salt?
1: That's a great question, and the interesting thing is that as babies, we aren't born with a taste for salt. We don't necessarily like that taste. We are born with, it, with an, a taste for sweet, and we really like the sweet. So the salt is acquired. And the same way that you acquire that taste, the good news is is that after you cut back on the salt for about, about three weeks, about 21 days, your taste buds, like all other cells in your body, turn over. So that salt that you used to really like, you no longer will like so much. And in fact, we've seen this with clients time and time again, where they have salty foods, and then... They cut back on the salty foods, and they go to add salt back in their diet, and suddenly they can't stand the salt. They think everything tastes too salty. So that's actually a really good thing because then you really start to appreciate the way your food tastes, <laughs> rather than the salt itself.
0: So how should one go about lowering their salt intake? I mean, it's easy to say just don't eat, you know, anything high in salt. But you know, do you suggest them people to try in steps? So what would you be your suggestions?
1: Right, absolutely. I mean, it's not something that's going to happen overnight, but once people are aware of it, it certainly makes it much more easy. If you can look, you know, read labels and try to stay away from things that are salty in general. But as a general rule, if you're trying to um, cut back the salt in your diet, then you want to focus on those whole grains and fruits and vegetables and try to stay away from the processed meats. Instead, go for the fresh meats. and, And really, instead of seasoning your food with salt, season it with spices. Because most people are seasoning with salt, and that's where a part of the problem is coming in, too. And then also staying away from the processed foods. So, for example, say you typically have you snack, your snacks are maybe pretzels at one meal, and then maybe after dinner you snack on something, maybe you have a snack pack of chips. Well, try to change one snack a day away from the salt. So it's making small steps, and, you know, you don't have to change both snacks away immediately, but start with the one snack that would be minimizing the salt. And then also really read labels. If something, if you see that a snack food is having, it has 400 milligrams of sodium per serving, you know that that's going to be too much when you should only be getting a, maxima, a maximum of 2,300 milligrams of sodium a day.
0: Now, every time we talk about 2,300 milligram, and people say, okay, so then how much is that? And you know, we often say as a dietitian that's about a teaspoon or a little bit more than a teaspoon. And people always are shocked.
1: Yeah, you, absolutely. It is a challenge to relate to the numbers. So, I, if for some people, if that is you, if you feel like, oh, the numbers are overwhelming, then for you, try to just think about cutting back on the canned foods. Look at labels and compare products. For example, a lot of our clients don't realize that oatmeal, for example, if you choose the apple cinnamon oatmeal as opposed to the maple, the maple um, sugar. Well, oatmeal, the apple cinnamon actually has 100 milligrams less. So simply looking at product labels and if you don't, even if you don't understand the numbers, but you're looking and you compare products, then you can make better decisions because you'll see some of them, some products are better than others in that respect.
0: Comparing a number is the way to go. That's great advice. Now, tell us more about your book.
1: Okay, so it's It's the secret to skinny, and it does have the large emphasis on salt, where we try to make it really easy for readers to follow a low-sodium or reduced-sodium diet and also really lose weight. So it's a healthy eating plan that incorporates these, what we call these tricks and tips, and we call salt alternatives instead of alternative salt Um These tricks that use spices and different ways of eating. And in our book, we've in the back of it, we've included lists, lists A, B, C, and D, and if, you, if you're someone who likes to follow these type of things where you can choose one food from each list and make a complete meal, then it makes it really easy for you. And otherwise, you can just follow the tips and tricks from our book to really lose weight and also get the salt out of your diet.
0: Great. Check out Tammy's website, NutritionTweens.com. Thank you for joining me, Tammy. You're welcome. Thanks so much for having me, Gloria. We've been talking to Tammy Lakato-Shane, author of the book, The Secret to Skinny. For more healthy eating tips and information about this show, go to healthcastle.com.